welcome to another edition of the 1% Better Podcast with your host, Rob O'Donoghue. Hello there. How are you? I really hope you are hearing this and you're doing good or as good as to be expected. So every year for the last four years, and weirdly enough, I've been getting LinkedIn congratulations on your work anniversary over the last few days. Today's the 29th, 30th of December, and I set up the whole Rob of the Green thing four years ago around Christmas, and uh, I've been getting those congratulations. So it's reminded me it's four years old. I knew it was around now sometime. And for the last few years, I've actually done a solo show at the end of the year, kind of a reflection on the year, and also tied in some book reviews. And while this year has been a bit of a different year and hasn't followed the same format as the others, I said I'd do something shortish at the end of the year to reflect a little bit and share some stuff that might be of value and some ideas that is are are on the radar for the year ahead and see where we go from there. So one of the things I did want to say this year was around the Tuesday Night Book Club. And that was something that started up in the middle of the year or May time frame with myself and Deck O'Connell. And it uh, was an idea that we said we'd give a run at and started small. And it, it's it gone quite well. We've had, uh, I think, 13 or 14 episodes and we'll be rolling it into 2021. And with that, if you haven't checked it out yet, all of the episodes are, are released and you can listen to book reviews generally one book is reviewed per episode and then there's a bit of a discussion around it and uh, it has gone surprisingly well and has taken a bit more structure and shape and we've got some regulars and some people that pop in and out and we've just posted the link for the uh, 2021 sessions that start on the 12th of January and seems to be a good few people interested and some have already signed up there tonight. So that's cool. So so that was something that happened in 2020 that instead of me doing a book review this year, books I read, I would point you to the Tuesday Night Book Clubs and they're all on the same Rob of the Green podcast channel and uh, you'll pick them up there. Some really interesting ones. And the last one we did just before Christmas, this, the Christmas special we had probably 15 or more books reviewed, about five minutes each talking about them. And uh, everybody that was on shared their nuggets of wisdom that uh, they took from it. So, And for me personally, I would have read lots of books over the last few years, and this year was the worst year or the best year from reading from the perspective of I haven't read as much, but I've tried to, and this is something I'm going to continue, is not you know, marking yourself a badge of honor of how many books you read, but it's more about the the quality of the books and maybe the actions you take from reading those books, what you learn, putting it into practice or, or making it real. Because I found reading so many books and so much inspiration and so many cool takeaways, but I get frustrated then because I don't put any percentage, small percentage of it actually into action and I have notes everywhere and ideas everywhere but it's hard to get around to it all and you can set your expectations too high and by that paradox of choice mindset feel like you've done nothing um, when you've had too much to look at. So so this year was more taking the learnings from the book club 
uh, the summaries there, any books that were really interesting, maybe download one or buy one and um, and take some actions from that. And that's kind of helped. I think that and the, the job I have now, which is kind of what I was doing a lot of outside my day job beforehand, now has me reading a lot on the job and learning a lot on the job, which is brilliant and uh, means I read less as a result. But all that being said, check out Tuesday Night Book Club. And the first one back is on the 12th of January. And you can join um, for all of them or whichever ones you want. And it's a friendly bunch and you'll have some crack if uh, if of, if of it's of interest. So that's the Tuesday Night Book Club. Um, over the last month or two, I've got my website updated. And it had, had been my own development for a few years. And then I got some help because I really didn't know what I was doing and wanted to get it a bit more now, I guess, with a, a bit simpler interface and that. So so check that out. There's a coaching page on it as well, and I do coaching outside the day job for individuals if they're interested in self-improvement, improving themselves to a better place, and um, just get in touch, Rob, at Rob of the Green. You can chat more on that. If that's something of interest, yeah, the year had uh, also from a podcasting perspective started off my usual one a week or, or sometimes more. And halfway through when I started my new role, I knew I'd have a bit of a slowdown around then because I'd been completely consumed by getting up to speed in that with Gartner. And I was still able to, thankfully, through the book club, put out some content and also through that spin off show that I set up called Me, Myself and EI a title that I hemmed and hawed about for a long time, and now I realize it doesn't really matter at all as long as you're getting the message across of what it's about. But me, myself, and EI, EI being, being emotional intelligence, put out about 10 of those, I think, in quick succession. Some interviews, some solo shows, deep diving into self-awareness and self-confidence, and also talking a lot about self efficacy and self-management, self-control. The first series were very much looking at the self and figuring out ways to improve your self-awareness and how to measure it. And then once you've got a good foundation of self-awareness, it's all about developing your self-management, your self-regulation, self-control, and going into the different competencies that fall under both. And when it when it did come out, I think I put about six or seven at the same time. And it was the best response I've got to anything I've done over the last few years, really. Uh, because a lot of emotional intelligence is something we think we know about. Um, but when we dig into it, there's so much more to learn. And it is a s- process of self-discovery massively, especially the first uh, 10 episodes, because it is looking more on the self. The next side of the other side of the framework or the competency framework around emotional intelligence is looking more outward around social awareness, developing empathy, developing your organizational awareness, becoming more of service to others, and then focusing on relationship management and how you develop relationships with others and how you can develop the competencies of influencing skills, how you can become more adaptable, open to change, build teamwork, build collaboration, deal with conflict. All of that stuff is more on the outside looking outward, whereas the first episode I did was more on the inside self-management, self-awareness. So if you do go onto the site, uh, robofthegreen.ie or .com, 
or both and check out there's a when you click up the burger menu item at the top left i think you will see the different podcasts that are there and um that one is called me myself and the eye and it'll bring you into a window of just those episodes and you can check it out did some interviews and some solo shows that i mentioned so you, you might like it you'll definitely take something from it of whatever age you are, whatever experience you have from emotional intelligence. If you're a coach or somebody that develops other people, you might get some good refreshers on it. And if it's an area you're in your own personal development or goals for the year coming ahead, you might take something useful from it, give you some ideas, some takeaways, some things and books are referenced and links in the show notes. So there's lots in there. And I suppose that was an area that I was really interested in doing this year um, and absolutely wanted to do more of but didn't uh, achieve that unfortunately uh, outwardly anyway as in getting it published and out but maybe if there's an interest let me know um, and I will do some more in 2021 all going well so as, as the year went on I what am I at what, episode 195 or so around now and have another five to get to that 200 milestone which would be cool to um to get to and, and over the four years I think I did 50 or so in the first year and try to do 50 every year then take a little bit of a break and start again so we'll probably get to season five at some point in, in 2021 early on what I've kind of figured out as it all evolved is that we started out with one percent better that one episode a week all about self-improvement in whatever way shape or form that is and that's through interviews and talking with with others that have um a growth mindset, maybe in a nutshell. Um, and then as the shows evolved and new ideas come up, that's where the me, myself and EI came along and then choose the night book club. So there's like three or four different streams coming out. So what I'm thinking of doing into the new year is just a little bit of a rebrand around the content and it'll probably come out more just Rob of the Green podcast or the Rob of the Green show or something of that ilk and all the others will fall in underneath that. So nothing you really need to to change in how you listen or how you subscribe and all that should stay the same. Might just look a little bit different and that's just me talking it out loud seeing if I think does that sound one interesting to you or like a good plan and I think it'll simplify it a little bit. I do joke from time to time that there's about 10 or 15 1% betters out there um, and from what I can see, the um, the one I do started a little bit before most of them, but that's the challenge in the podcast world where there's very little uh, you can do, I suppose, without um, copywriting or trademarking others. I'm not going to bother doing any of that because that's just a waste of time and probably money as well. And the content is is all about improvement and that's what those other ones are about as well. So that's, that's good. You know, the, the more you can do of that, uh definitely the better looking ahead into 2021 definitely interested to have a few interviews lined up and some topics and themes that i'd like to touch on in the year in in work and i think outside of work it's very important this concept of diversity equity and inclusion and i hope to to deep dive into that in some way shape or form both professionally and personally to learn a lot about what that really is and i think the more you can listen and learn from others that are living it and are exposed and are focused on that, the, the better, not just for your work, but for your life as well. And that's what this podcast as well is about, is trying to improve every aspect or many aspects of your life as uh, as best as possible. So that's coming up and I'm open to ideas, suggestions to 
any names you would like me to follow up with in the line of potential guests or interviews that you'd like to hear come on and chat for the new year uh you might hear guests that are on regularly from the US because I have a couple of contacts in the US that help connect me with people of interest over there and by by no means am I excluding Ireland or EMEA or Europe or other parts of the world but I do have a lot of um connections and interesting guests coming from that way that part of the world so that that is cool and there's always a great story the latest episode I put out with Xander Schultz was one that just triggers back into my mind they're a really interesting guy and uh, if you haven't checked it out definitely have a listen to it that was a good one in the last few months and the one with Annie Duke who's a decision making expert ex poker world champion fascinating lady was out uh, about September time frame I think or October time frame so check her episode out really learned a lot about that some about the whole concept of decision making I think you'll um, you'll enjoy that one with Annie as well. I'm just looking down through other bits and pieces that are here. I guess, yeah, next year will be hopefully the usual and some some more on top of the usual uh, open to new ideas. One thing I did suggest on a couple of interviews, because the platform is there and if others, and I know in the last year, more podcasts probably been released than ever before um, with lockdown people more time at home, the barrier to entry and create a podcast are probably lower than ever. So fair play. Well done to all those that are doing it and learning along the way. Um, as the t- statistics show, typically a large percentage, 25% or more podcasts don't get past 10 episodes. People realize it's not a um, a moneymaker or they're going in maybe with unclear goals or why they're doing it and realize quickly that it's not a all that it's cut out to be, and they can die in the vine there. And then I think it's another 25% end before episode 22, something like that. So there's a lot of effort in it. And I think at this point, I know in the first couple of years, I would have spent hours putting together an episode. An hour-long episode could have been seven or eight hours putting it together. Now with a process that's more streamlined, you get better at it like anything, you can do it faster and I could probably do it in, uh, if it was an hour interview, another two hours, an hour and a half on top of that could get it all together and out there. Quality mightn't be as good, but I think people are more interested in the actual content and the quality of the conversation as opposed to the quality of the sound, which I think is the the way to look at it. But um, what I'm trying to get to there is if anyone has an interesting idea, podcast opportunity that they'd like to spin up themselves, give a whack of maybe a few episodes, whether it's interview based or whatever it is, a deep dive in a specific area. If interested, let me know. It's something I could put onto the platform and share out through Rob of the Green if that's something you'd be interested in doing as an easy way to get out. Not guaranteeing that that it'll happen. You mightn't want to to do it either. And obviously there's no obligation at all, but it could be something that would complement the content that I'm also already putting out around the books and um, the interviews and the emotional intelligence areas. So if there's a an interesting idea, let me know and uh, we could see where we go from there. Something different for 2021. And I think I've got to 16 minutes as I'm recording here. And I don't think I mentioned COVID at all, unless I did at the very start. And that's pretty intentional as well. I know we're, uh, as I said, m- yeah, maybe I did say at the start, the lockdown is here, level five is back and we have a couple of bleak months ahead but 
podcasts are brilliant ways of escape and there's so much out there you can listen to them all day and try and distract yourself and when you're in your 5k limit you can go for a walk or a quick run and listen to a podcast that's what i do all the time and without them and without exercise i would be i don't want to think about sometimes where uh, where i might be because they have had a huge impact on me and i know a lot of people get a lot of positivity from them as well so so yeah get in touch around that and we'll come up with some more content over the next while. I I did want to say one final thing that I might do at a later solo. Let me know if you're interested in it. When I finished my previous role, I was with Dell for a few years, EMC before that, and before I started my role with Gartner this year, which was a big change for me this year, as well as getting married, changing role uh, to a role that I'm absolutely thoroughly enjoying with Gartner. I'm absolutely mad about what I do here and learning every day and getting to help others with that learning and sharing that is just is is great um you know it was a big gamble i suppose at the time of change uh during the pandemic wasn't uh wasn't probably what most people were doing uh, they were more battening down the hatches and trying to hold what they've got but uh, it worked out so far and i'm really looking forward to it continually working out and but around that time when i was finishing one role after 11 years and going to a new one, had a few weeks off. The plan would have was to be away and enjoying that period of time. But with lockdown on and it was the hard first lockdown meant I was at home looking after a one and a half year old uh, during that period of time with creches closed. But on the times I did get a bit of uh, me time, I tried to write as much as I could of what I learned from the 11 years in that in that role with, with EMC and Dell and I learned a hell of a lot like and without a doubt um, it was the best part of my career to that point uh, took a lot from it lessons learned I wrote I planned to write like a little blog about it and after about t- two weeks and half hour here and there everywhere I had up to 12,000 words written so that's my little blog I haven't posted it but it really helped me brain dump everything that uh that went on. It's a nice thing to have to read back over and to take some inspiration on. I did a, uh, what do you call those things? Um, a mind map. I'm looking at it here now, leaving a company, uh, things I've learned. And I broke it into five or six different sections about going after the job you want, professional development, things you've taken away from leaders that you've had during that time directly or indirectly, uh, how you go about leaving how to make that decision when to leave, how you can network, how you can move from different roles, lessons I've learned from all of those. Um, if anyone's interested, let me know. It's something I could do a another episode on and I've tried to make it quite actionable and, and put some advice in it that I think whether you're facing a career change, a new role, wanting to leave, wanting to do something different, there might be something in it. But I did wrap... Let me wrap up with a couple of just one-liners or bullets that might be useful. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll mention three, right? So one piece of advice I always remember during the years uh, in, in that previous role was from a leader that I had, and uh, it was around taking the high road. So when you're in difficult situations, yeah, don't uh, sell yourself short. Don't uh, sell out, uh, but take the high road and 
take the higher ground and if you know if it doesn't even work out for you or whatever situation you're facing at least you've kept your dignity and your respect uh, self-respect and and did whatever it was in style so take the high road was always something that i really really stuck with and sticks with me today and in challenging situations it comes to mind and those are the sort of minutes moments of inspiration that I think of all the time when you talk about mentoring and I've had a lot and I've mentored a lot but some of the best mentors I've ever had were just one minute conversations where they gave me a piece of advice that stuck with me and and maybe that pops something into your mind as well but take the high road is very important for me so think of that as a piece of advice another piece of information or an idea somebody sold to me in a good way over the course of years is when you're talking to people um, somebody you might be influencing, somebody you might, you might make an impression on, or or somebody in your team you might be trying to develop, is this idea of planting the seed. So, you know, planting an idea that mightn't come to fruition straight away, that takes time, that down the road might become an opportunity for you. And I know that was something that was given to me as a piece of advice that I've used subsequently in that if you're going for a job promotion or a, a different role, that mightn't be there yet, mightn't be on the table at that point in time, plant the seed with that person. Let them know you're interested because maybe six months down the road, a year, 18 months, or even further down the road, that person might think of a position that pops up and think of you because you've planted that seed and it grew and it germinated and it's now a perfectly formed flower and smells great. And that could be you. So just plant the seed. And... I have a load more, but I won't. Uh, I won't go through them all. Uh, I will just leave with one. And comparison is the thief of joy. And this is a statement that has come up a lot for me over the last while, over the last few years. And it's important to me, and so much so that I actually got a got it printed and to have a it stuck up on the wall here behind me as one of those statements that I like to read or like to see every now and again. When I'm comparing myself or comparing things to somebody else or something else. And something I just read very recently about this is that very rarely, if at all, when you compare yourself to something else or someone else, you come out better in that comparison. Invariably, we compare ourselves and we come out worse. We compare ourselves and see the that that other thing or person is better or is perceived to be better and makes that makes us feel worse. And that in itself makes that statement very true. Comparison is the thief of joy. And that always, again, has been sticking with me and I try to keep it front and centre because we can, going back to the emotional intelligence piece, we can sometimes forget that uh, we're not that aware and we're get caught up in our own head and we're comparing ourselves and we're, getting anxious as a result and those thoughts can lead to negative emotions and get into that vicious circle. So draw your, pull yourself out of it and d- develop self-awareness first and foremost, f- fundamentally, and then you might see that you're comparing yourself to this, that, or the other, and that is stealing or thieving away your joy or happiness. And once you are aware of it, that's the first step, and then you can start taking actions to prevent that from happening by inserting a trigger or something that will distract you when you notice it happening like having that statement put in a picture frame and having it in in your office so that can pull you out of it so there you go comparison is the thief of joy
So yeah, the last five or six minutes of this podcast went in a different direction. And my point was that I've written down that reflections of leaving a role and um, it's there and I can certainly go into more detail. If, if there's any interest, just let me know. I could put it into blogs, but it's it's sometimes fun, more fun reading it out. Um, but anyway, that is it. That is uh, my reflections on 2020 in a kind of a nutshell a very interesting year and lots of great things happened. You got to make these things happen and, and lots of tough things happened and you got to roll with those as well. Um, but uh, for sure next year is going to be better, uh, 1% better perhaps or more. And I'm confident that uh, we'll all come out the other side in a, in a better place. So just keep listening to podcasts, mine ideally, others cool too. And if you're enjoying it, let me know as always, Rob at Rob of the Green. You can get in touch. As I said, the coaching stuff is there. Um, and yeah, best of luck. I'll probably release this on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Um, so whenever you're listening to it, it's probably 2021. Have a great new year. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you at some of the Tuesday night book clubs. Uh, if you have any suggestions for guests for the coming season, do let me know. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care. Good luck. Hey, folks. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, could you please consider helping me extend the reach of the podcast that a little bit further? You can do that in a number of ways. The number one way is to subscribe on your app of choice. This helps me with the chart ranking leading to more folks stumbling across the podcast and checking it out. You could also repost it on your social media channels. Any of them would be great. And maybe even tell a friend in person or over the phone, pick up the phone, give them a call and tell them about the 1% Better podcast. Tell them about this episode or one that you've heard in the past and it will do. I would really appreciate it. In the last year, we set up a 1% Better Slack community, which you can join for free and interact with me and other members of the community and improve through holding each other accountable and sharing monthly challenges. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. I'm into season four of this incredible journey and the more of these interviews and solo shows that I research, record and share, the better I believe that they get and more loaded with actionable takeaways that you can learn from. I know I've learned so much from it so far and it's always really, really fulfilling and rewarding when I hear from you on what you took from it. So do reach out, rob at robofthegreen.ie. And of everybody that listens, 90% listen and enjoy, but only around 10% actually take action, write down takeaways and put them into practice. I am convinced that if we can move that number a bit higher, the listeners will not only make steps forward towards their goals, but they will be more fulfilled and happy and better. Change doesn't happen overnight. It is hard, but it's all about taking the first step, whatever that is for you. You can absolutely do this. Make a plan, be deliberate, take action. Don't overreach. Start with those small incremental improvements and over time you will see great progress. It's all in the pursuit of betterness. So again, thank you so much for listening. Good luck and stay safe.